Baruch Hashem, it's day number 32 of our daily study of the Namam Sefer Mitzvahs. And as mentioned yesterday, we are going to be studying the same biblical commandment every day for a few days, because uh, in the three chapters a day of Mishnah Torah, we're in Hilchas Baruchas, the Laws of Blessings, which is 11 chapters. And there's only one biblical commandment in all of that, and that is, well, let's say it properly here, positive commandment number 19, Birkas HaMazin, the grace after meals, which we spoke about yesterday. Now, we're going to go a little bit more into depth, not about the mitzvah itself, but something related to it, and it's based on one of the three chapters that we're studying in the Mishnah Torah today, which Today we're on chapters 4, 5, and 6 of the Laws of Blessings. So I want to share with you something from chapter 6, specifically from chapter 6, Halacha Aleph, the first paragraph, the first Halacha from chapter 6. The Ramam says, Kol olav Anyone who eats bread that you make a before blessing of hamaitzi lechem in ha'aretz on it, tzorech netilas yedaim trila. You have to wash your hands first. This is the mitzvah of netilas yedaim. We can say, hold on, hold on a second. Netilas yedaim, that's also a mitzvah. How come we've been saying only one mitzvah, only grace after meals? What about netilas yedaim? Isn't that also a mitzvah? All right, great question. Netilas yedaim is a rabbinic mitzvah. So it's not one of the 613 biblical commandments. It's a rabbinic mitzvah. And that's why it's, it, we make a blessing when we wash the hands. We make, if it's a rabbinic mitzvah, we make a blessing on it. But it's, uh, it's not one of the 613. Now, listen to what the Ramam says. Even though the bread is chulen. Chulen means not sacred, not holy. What's the Ramam referring to here? We're not used to this whole concept of holy, not holy. Um, get ready when we get into the entire book of Tara when we talk about ritual purity and impurity, because that's very foreign to our lives, unfortunately. Uh, we don't have the ashes of the red heifer today, so we can't remove the impurity imp imparted by a corpse. So most of those laws are foreign to us, which is why it's very good that we learn it in the Rambam to familiarize ourselves. But at any rate, this this idea of paschulin, what it's talking about is as opposed to when the kahanim eat a meal where the food is taken from truma. Truma is a, uh, a portion of the crop. We're, we're going to learn all about this. Truma is a portion of the crop that is taken uh, and consecrated and can only be consumed by a kohen. So uh, the kohen has to consume that in a state of purity and he has to wash his hands. It's an enactment that the kohen has to wash his hands. Now, Interestingly, the enactment that the rabbis made, that the, the kohanim should wash their hands before they have a meal because they might consume uh, truma in their meal, was applied not just to kohanim, but to all of us. I'm going to read to you right now from the Shulchan Aruch Harav, often referred to as the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, from Eurechaim Kuf Nun Ches, that's chapter 158 which is Dine Nitilas Yedaim Lasuda, the laws of washing your hands for a meal. The Alter Rebbe says, Kola Eichel Pas Shemavochem Olav HaMeitzi Tzorch Litol Yod of Trilo, very similar to what we just read from the Rambam. Anyone who eats bread that you make HaMeitzi on as a before blessing, you have to wash your hands first. And I'll, I'll skip ahead in that paragraph, but he also says, Vitiknu, 
And they, meaning the rabbis, established this, even when you eat non-sacred food. They made this so that the kehanim should be accustomed to washing their hands before they eat, and then not forget to do it when they are eating truma. In other words, the only time they really need to wash their hands is before they eat truma. We just made them wash their hands before any meal as a safeguard. Now listen to this. They didn't want to distinguish, meaning the rabbis who made this enactment, between kehanim and the rest of the Jewish people who don't eat truma. Only kehanim eat truma. So interestingly, the enactment of washing the hands before the meal was made so that the kehanim shouldn't forget to wash their hands when they eat truma. And then it was applied to all the Jewish people, not just to the kehanim. Now, you're going to say like this, but even today the kehanim don't eat truma because they uh, cannot achieve the level of purity required in order to consume such foods. So listen to what the Alter Rebbe says. V'gam achshav, and even now, she'ein ha-kehanim eichum truma mipnei ha-truma. Kehanim don't eat truma because of the impure state that they can't remove because we don't have the ashes of the red heifer. Loi bat la This rabbinical enactment has not been negated. Why? K'day sh'yir ragilim b'nei Yisrael sh'yabona b'is ha-migdish b'mhedov y'amenu la'achol b'tahara so that the Jewish people are used to this when the Beis Hamikdash, which will be speedily rebuilt, is standing again, and then the Kehanim are going to be able to eat truma. So, isn't that an inspiring thought that Natilis Yadayim, that we wash our hands before a meal, is related to our expectation that very soon the temple is going to be rebuilt and we're going to have all the laws, all the 613 commandments that we're learning in Rambam, are going to be practiced again, and we need to be ready. That, that inspires me. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow, God willing.